Listen, I I could go out. Well, then start hanging out later and start waking up later. Okay, because you're gonna because we're not gonna be like because we're not gonna be like oh we gotta we gotta fucking entertain Tony because he's falling asleep and you know he judges us when we you sure as fuck will you sure as fuck will no you you know what I you know what I'm tired pre-pandemic it was like let's see what Casey wants I'm done with that that's that's never true that's never been that's done and dead that's done and dead I wonder what Casey wants you know finally we're gonna he said I guess we're gonna have to wait for Casey finally nail you up on that cross you've been carrying around for years finally you're getting the nails all right that's what's happening in 2021 you're getting the nails well put the cross up because i can't wait to be the center of attention again (laughs) bleeding wounds be damned as long as you're paying attention to me i don't care how many of my wounds are bleeding yeah we're gonna be like that rem video i'm gonna be like that creepy guy that just keeps like fingering the hole in your side you know what i mean like i'm gonna need the i'm gonna like blow blow at you get out of my hole People don't want to see you. They want to see me. You this. Get out of my hole. And can someone bring me a wet snap? The feet holes are gushing. Darling, I want my gay right now. And welcome back to another episode of the Gay Power Half Hour, the podcast that is just as gay as Colton the Bachelor, but way more interesting and probably less obvious. I'm Tony Soto, and this here is uh, Casey Lai, this year's Bachelorette. (laughs) See, that is when you know that there will be total representation and visibility is when you're Dumpy ass is the next bachelorette. <laughs> um, I don't appreciate the adjective, but I appreciate, I guess, doing a show with you. I'd um, for your dumpy ass. I sure would. I'd be there being like, sis boom bop, bitch. Sis boom bop. I don't know what sis boom bop means. I think the it's context. a cheerleader thing. I think it's a thing the cheerleaders say. Oh, rah, know. rah, rah. All I, I know from cheerleading, my days of cheerleading was, um, U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. Uh, uh, you ugly. That was fun. That um, one, or, or don't want a short dick, man. No, oh. no. <laughs> that was a different era. Um, well, we didn't, did you, did you, that you was what you did in cheerleading? <laughs> I remember the song. But I, I definitely, was... I definitely remember. Okay, I mean, if not, maybe it was, it was definitely played at like a school dance. For I think sure. that was just like rifling sure through played... your head in the moment. For, for sure played at a school dance. I remember um, grinding on like a very weird goth girl in junior high to that song during a school dance, you know? Got it. School dances were weird in those days. You know, here's the thing. Like where I went to school, I don't know how this was with everybody, mm-hmm. but like uh, it, it, the, the, the school dances were held in like uh, one of the gymnasiums, you know, the one that had like the stage. Yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, in, in a school gym, like all the lights were one switch, you know? So like when you turn off one switch, then like all the gym lights and the bathroom lights in the gym and all, everything shuts off. So 
Uh, needless to say, every junior high dance for three years, there was definitely like some making out and sexy stuff going because they couldn't turn the bathroom lights on if they kept the gym lights off. And so we would all just go there and get kind of slutty. Right. I mean, I knew how that story was going to end. You like choke and suck <laughs> someone's dick because you were- Ah, yeah, come on. I was yeah. a junior high <laughs> dick in my mouth at school. I was putting dicks in my mouth after school. Also, I don't know if like, I don't know. I feel like your your school was the first school to ever be electrified if you had to have one switch turned off every light in the entire fucking building. But maybe, I don't know the answer Did I that. say the entire building? No, I said you... the gym. I said that there was like the light that turned on the lights in the gym also controlled the bathroom lights in the gym. It was all one switch. Maybe but, like, well, it was a, it was it. I am from an old town. I think it was founded in the eighteen hundreds. You know, well, so. and and I know, and that that um, and you went to school some couple of years later. Um, <laughs> but but my question, what I don't fully understand in the story is, I hate you and your homophobia it's all not the homophobia. time. Homophobia is not homophobia. To be honest about <laughs> our ages, um, and my question was, yes. my question was, you were like only one switch turned on all the lights for the bathroom and but were the lights on where were you making out and where was it they turn they them turn off so because the they, off. because they have to turn Got off it. the lights in the gym so they can put up the dancey lights but Got that it. also turned off the lights in the bathroom and so the bathrooms became the sexy places Got it. even for the straights or even all, just the gay kids like naturally taking them i think i was just naturally plane. i think i was just naturally drawn to whores you know what i mean like i just feel like a lot of the people that i i surrounded myself with uh, in junior high and high school were very like sexually forward. Like right. I remember distinctly, like if if a weird girl or a, a, a weird boy moved to town, like uh, they were typically people who I was like, oh, you're odd and off. So we'll hang out because- I don't Were they I, weird because they just, they were weird or they just were like new? They weren't so trench coat mafia them. weird, but they definitely smoked cigarettes. You know what I mean? Like you want to hang out with the kids that smoked cigarettes in junior high. Those were the kids that like, those are the kids that you wanted to know. Well, at least I wanted to know because like, if you would smoke, if you would suck on a cigarette, there's a good chance you'd suck on a dick. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. And speaking of like gettable, Colton Underwood or whatever his name is, the bachelor. Oh, really dude. involved in this story, huh? Really passionate about this one, huh, Casey? <laughs> oh, no, I, I think that there are some interesting angles to this, but um, um, you told me about it. What another another basic white gay in the world. Do we really need applause to this? I mean... I, 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 I'm not, I, first of all, I don't know who this person is until I, I did some Googling and then found out that he was the virgin uh, uh, a bachelor. And I distinctly remember when it was his season and I had heard it, I was like, virgin, how old is he? Oh, he's a Christian virgin. Oh, she's gay. She's gay. And listen, she went into that fucking bachelor season knowing that she didn't want to touch any of those gals. So she was yeah. like, I'm a Christian virgin. I mean, that that definitely just assures you kissy, kissy, peck, peck at the most for your season. Now, I didn't watch their season, but I'm assuming the girls got a lot of hugs and like little shoulder back rubs. Sure, sure. I would imagine, I would similarly think that during other seasons, like, there was, you know, like secret fucking in the hotel rooms, you know, wet, 
wet pussies being, you know, being cleaned up with the rose. You yeah, know, whatever the wet piss- pussies do. Doing whatever. what they do. Doing what, what they do. I know what they do. I've had sex with two, upwards to two women in my life. Okay, sit down. Okay. I'm bisexual. I am a bisexual man. I haven't had sex with a woman in you are. about 16 years, but it does not mean that I'm not bisexual. How dare you? That is exactly what that means. Just so I'm you a virgin. Know. I'm a virgin. How dare you? Yes, you're a faggot. If that's what you're trying to say, yes, yes. Well, you you and Colton virgin. are both faggots. Um, and now, of course, and now, of course, in perfect like uh, white gay hell, uh, this uninteresting uh white faggot is on a netflix show with another uninteresting white faggot gus kentworthy uh so gus the pilgrim of the homosexual can help guide this fucking colin through his what what the bathhouse the fucking after hours parties what you hanging out with aaron shock I don't care about this situation. Right. I fucking, Colton sucks. I don't even I know mean, her, okay, but here, I think she I sucks. Just give, I just want to give everyone a little bit of context into the reason why I brought it up because I woke up at around 7.30 this morning <laughs> and had a text from before that that said that was just a fucking news article to Colton Underwood be coming out. Mm-hmm. So I, here I was, I'm mistakenly confusing an urgent early morning text from Tony as something that he might be interested in or want to talk about. Urgent. Excuse me. Yeah, I, mean, I want to talk about it, but I want to talk about it and the fact that I hate that we're talking. About. Did you did you watch his interview with Robin Roberts? No. Thank you, Robin, for guiding the steering and the 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 boat for these fucking gay people to get their message out there. Bless your heart. But here's what I don't care. I don't care that like uh uh you had to you had to grow up here and faggot in the locker room you know what i mean i don't care that that that's that's the cross you had to carry i don't care that like uh you, you got sad and you know well i it's like you were you stayed hidden yeah that did whatever it did to your brain sure welcome out or whatever great but bitch i'm not turning the page on a book you're gonna write you know what i mean like i don't no. care to know oh i grew up really attractive and athletic and a story in my life other girls loved it, me my family it. was so supportive unless they found out i was a fucking flamer queer and then they're gonna fucking hate me um so it made me sad then i thought thought i would drive off of a cliff okay great great I page mean, turner. So, then so what I happened wanna, you know a couple of things yeah. one i <laughs> <laughs> he he feared being called faggot in the locker room. Agreed. You know, we all have that fear. I, I didn't fear. He, hold it on was, a second. It wasn't a fear for me. Hold it was on a second. I know. But he also, he's been probably called faggot by you more than he, he was called faggot. Welcome in to the, the team, bitch. Room. Welcome and to the, so you're truly I a faggot. Like you know what I mean? Welcome. Welcome. It is, it is, it is yeah, you're not truly if, a If a Andy faggot, Cohen can like, tweet hey, something about a fucking toaster to the faggot, I can sit here and be like, well, listen, if you really want to be in the family, you get to talk to real faggots like me who are not impressed by you. He doesn't want to talk to a real faggot like you because apparently you have some weird sort of, sort of chip on his shoulder because that he's stayed in the closet long enough to have a whole TV empire come coalesce around his handsomeness and look i he is not someone that i'm into by any means but i understand that and it, it also it is it is frustrating to me you know 
I'm like, you know, he and I share so many similarities. He's just tall. Like I'm as handsome and masked. And it really is upsetting to me that he got to be so famous. And here I am trying to do jokes about being a super mask, super athletic, HIV positive uh, Buddhist or whatever. Oh, another picture. Can't wait to read that story. But but it does, it just, it's like one of those things where. At least your AIDS makes you interesting. You know what I mean? I know. That's why I'm hoping there's no cure. Um, uh, The, uh, the I always could have, I always had it. It's that one pill a day that's really keeping you in the limelight, girl. To a certain extent, I don't, I mean, this is a little bit off, off uh, on a tangent, but like, you know, when like, when like, um, you know, opening up makes us nervous, you know, like reopening post COVID makes us nervous. Cause like, Oh, we got to get back into it all. And like, you know, all of like those anxieties, like society come up um, and like will, uh, my FOMO kicks in or it's like, Oh, if I go out, am I interesting enough to like, you know, to smash. Um, and it's the same thing. It's like with HIV, I saw today that um, because of the new MRNA vaccine technology that, and a, uh, in a trial, there was like a, there, there's a really promising AIDS vaccine in the works. And part of me was like, I mean, without that, I'm just a cis white gay. What am I going to do to be interesting? <laughs> yeah, you're out. You're I'll get done. the new one. I'll get you're... the new disease that comes out probably. I didn't get COVID though. Oh my God. Look, you'll, but you know, you'll probably get the next one. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Like, uh, cause there's going to be a next one. That's all. I just, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm very aware, but here's the thing. Here's, you know, this, we got to just remember this was an airborne thing and, uh, not a surface thing. So I just, you know, that's the kind of, I, I want to still be able to touch things in real life. Uh, and I don't want to be looked at when I'm like touching things. You know what I mean? Because I don't still, fully know what you mean. What you do know, you mean? like grocery store stuff and whatnot, like touching produce and shit. Like it's like, do you do you touch all the produce? If I'm buying it, I touched it. You know what I mean? Like the no, thing I, is, I've agree. tested it. I've and, and and if it's not one that I've wanted, I put it back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I put do it back you down. Smell like you and know, I'm like. There. I don't put it close to well, my some mouth. People say, no. well, some people say you can't really tell a ripe fruit and, and with, like a melon. You don't really know a ripe melon until who the smell. That? Who is that? Who who says that? Who is that? Who, who are those people? Real who, people who are into melon stands. <laughs> you know, who are like, I mean, you can sure you can be squishy, but it can be too ripe. And you want it to be perfect if you can smell the aroma of the sweet, sweet honeydew on your nose. Honeydew, of course you enjoy melon. You're so boring. No, I, what You're do you mean? So- Boring, boring. Oh, melon is the worst. If it's not a water, I don't want it. You know what I mean? I don't want a cantaloupe. I don't want a honeydew. They're the poorest of the melons. Listen, listen. If they were good melons, they wouldn't be at buffets. You know what I mean? Like if if it was a good melon, it wouldn't be at a Denny's. You know what I mean? Agreed. That's why you don't get strawberries or pineapples, girl, because that's good fruit. And and they're like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not giving these poor people good fruit. I, look, I look. I don't want to argue with you on that one because I do agree. A lot of times people will be like, "Here's a fruit salad," and like, I'm pretty sure you should have said honeydew salad because it's all honeydew <laughs> yeah. with several pieces of cantaloupe and then a uh, strawberry. Yeah, and maybe a grape, half a strawberry, oh, really grapes and the so, expensive. Or yeah. grapes are gold in the fucking fruit salad world. What can you hey, do more? Hey Casey, uh, you went on a trip this weekend. How was it? It was lovely. But back to my favorite topic. <laughs> oh, tell us about your trip. It was. I mean, I went to San Francisco to connect, be with my whole family, my whole immediate family for the first time since uh, pre-pandemic times. 
like all together right all together including the new niece so the the, new baby so y'all got to fawn over the she got to see the broken family tree around her and the branches that she's gonna be picking up at some point it's a truly intact tree (laughs) tree is intact some parts are a little kooky but you know nothing wrong with a kooky part to a tree that's intact it's not like decaying from within like a chestnut or or an elm or something but the point is is that it uh san francisco was great we stayed near fisherman's wharf where it was like Torres city utah in like the midwest like people were back it was like back now oh yeah yeah so, california, yeah california is back they want they like the whole uh um ad- advertising campaign now is staycation like make sure you don't give any other state your money because they don't like us <laughs> like, make sure you just spend all your money here vacation here fuck I, everyone else we should go to disney while it's while it's uh exclusive no we should we should we should go i've never been and i would like to check it out and while it's exclusive while it's only californians i think that's a nice time to go the last time i was at disney was literally like march 2nd 2020 so it's kind of shocking that i didn't get covid because that was like again covid city utah that's this. It's you, the COVID city Utah. Is, is a, that your is new a, thing? COVID city Utah? Is this? No, like, it's uh, an like, old thing. We'll say something city Utah because you know Salt Lake City Utah is funny. Um, is a place, and then if you say something something city Utah, that's also funny. I get uh, it. Maybe yeah. they don't have it. The other <laughs> thing though is that I did do a show for the first time in six months, a stand-up comedy show. In Were Oakland. you indoors Shout or outdoors? Outdoors. Were you masked or unmasked? The comedians were unmasked once they got oh, onto the but we no. all had different mics also oh, i didn't nice. feel that bad about it um you know we weren't like right up in everyone's bits and pieces um and um it was like riding a fucking funny bike tony let me tell you i was like oh i even like did some new material and i and i and i and i missed it I already long for the days for you to be over stand up again. <laughs> Too late. Because it's a ride here. that we're always I'm I love that you love it again. I'm glad listen, I'm jealous. I wish that I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to get June's since June is Pride Month, I'm trying to figure out a way to get a learn the words bitch out in a live audience again. So yeah. for, for June because Do it uh, outside. Well, yeah. I mean, that's obviously what I'm thinking about now. So I just yeah. gotta like uh, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's, but, uh, but I, I, I love that. And so how big was the crowd? Do you think I haven't heard real laughter in a moment? I mean, how there were a ton of, there, there are, there are a lot. So like, I don't know, it was a big place, but like people who were there for the comedy were only in like one kind of section, but, um, there was, I mean, I don't, I don't know. So it was it, it, like it a park crowded. or something. What was this? It, it, it's a, it's an outdoor, it's called Nito's backyard in Oakland. It's like an outdoor, uh, you know, eatery and bar that is huge. Um, and, you know, shout out to them for having comics and doing a thing. Apparently there are some shows in San Francisco happening. There are shows down here happening too. It's a thing. People are coming back. I don't, I didn't feel, I didn't, I also was talking to the person who, uh, actually this is some personal information I don't want to give, but anyway, I was hearing that the, uh, the clubs in. Uh, so wait, are you going to give it to us or not? <laughs> no. Well, the comedy clubs in San Francisco are going to be opening but like one and one because it's a small venue they want the comics to wear masks the entire time which is just like i wouldn't want to do a show where i had to wear a mask why well i'm so visual what does that have to do with your mouth 
because it just it's like just visual like, and how like you're I just make like I'm just expressive I feel like my jokes involve me like like expressing but maybe maybe I mean, we'll see I haven't done they it don't <laughs> they don't you're wrong it's not true just fucking wear a mask and do the gig you know what I mean stop I mean see if you can wear the drag queen masks yeah see if you can look like a faggot wear a drag queen mask do like one of the ones that like the fog proof ones that that hang on your ears and just do it like that like well we'll see but the other thing is is like make it fashion if you're going to be so uptight about it jesus um one i've never made anything of fashion um it's not my my thing um maybe colton underwood will be really good at it when he starts to let his freak flag fly um I mean, and, I'm, uh, I, I hear you because I'm very eager to get, I, I don't want to be in masks anymore either. I, I hate them. I think they suck. It's been a long time. And I mean, I'll wear them inside because if that's what we need to do, I want to get to a point where we could not have to wear them outside. Right. Um, but like, I hear you, like as a performer, you want to be able to see your mouth. I mean, you also have to think about your hearing impaired people um, and shit like that, that might uh, be accustomed to reading. I deal with the deaf. So, um, and, uh, so I hear you, but also it's like, just do whatever you can do to get in front of the audience, in my opinion, because if you can't evolve, then you're not really a good performer anyway. So look, I've never made anything fashion and I've never evolved. And so I don't, um, yeah, I know. And then see, see, uh, you're really banking on this AIDS thing. And I don't know if it's going to work out, Casey. (laughs) I had AIDS. Um, <laughs> that's my shtick now. He's the comic who had HIV. Give it up for years. Uh, I, um, I went out this weekend, uh, and that's and and I'm and I and, and this is what I'm worried about. Just by going out one one night over the weekend at 9 p.m., it was too late for me. I was tired and this is making me think i'm like oh girl you do late shows like when things are back up and running and apparently june 15th is going to be the day that california is back up and running and i don't know if that's a hundred percent capacity in places but like what does that mean what does that mean it means you should start staying up later to yeah your body but i've been trying i've listened i listened so the other day i was like it was i don't know it was like 7 30 or whatever and i was like all right you know i'm gonna stay up till 11 o'clock today so Ooh. i was like doing some stuff like puttering around the house and i was like okay well i'm gonna like just sit down and like read this book that i'm for a class that i'm gonna start and um reading made you sleepy so then, so then I, I wake up and it's 10.30 p.m. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, God damn it. That's a fucking nap, well, literally. But yeah. but I went right back to sleep. That's, that's what I was going to say. It's like, you'd be like, well, at least now I can make it till 11. She's out by 10.57. <laughs> yeah, well, I it's going to take some work. It's, it's going to take, because I also like, I was hanging out with uh, Solomon and Meatball and, you know, they're, they were trying to relive their alcoholic fantasies, girl. They were like, we're here to get wasted. I was like, in 90 minutes, that's going to be cute. Um, I but I couldn't muscle through a full drink. I mean. You're a lightweight and you go to sleep early. You're a virgin who can't drive. So it's time <laughs> to fucking get fucked and get a license because we're about to like heading back into, you know, creening down the highway. That's way harsh, Ty. You know, that's way harsh. <laughs> <laughs> that's way no. harsh. But no, you're right. You're right. And 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 this is what like I'm I'm thinking about now. I'm like, okay, 
I gotta at least start trying to stay up till midnight. I do, cause like- Start with 11, sounds like that's the struggle first. <laughs> Honey, 8.30's the struggle. You know what I mean? Like, like I start getting sleepy around 8.30. I'm like, well, I could just, you know, lay down just a bit and rest my head. Would caffeine help you? Or are you, or are you like, are you like scared that I'll like make you too jittery to fall asleep? No, I only do one cup of coffee a day. You know, I'm not trying to go crazy about it. You know, I'll you fix know it. Drinks? I'll fix it. Listen, everything's, it's just, I feel like um, being overly cautious for so long it's like i feel ill prepared you know what i mean because like i'm like i'm i'm getting my my vaccine my second shot this week so by the end of may i'll be up and ready to go um and so i i need to start well but and that's the other thing that i want you before we jump off that train like being fully vaccinated like and then doing a show without your mask on in a socially distanced environment. Like, I, I, should I be worried of uh, once I'm vaccinated? Um, like, are you worried about once you're vaccinated? What, what, like, what's the needing to keep your mask on scenario? I'm going to wear a mask. Well, on nothing's 100%. Nothing's 100%. That's, that's yeah, yeah. the thing. And there's a lot of fucking stupid people out there who are refusing to get the vaccine. So it's like, I mean, the vaccine, I'm hoping uh does its main work to protect me from the, those fucking morons but uh you don't know who is who an anti-masker is you know what i mean like they, they don't always like uh make themselves known and and quite frankly it's like people don't give a fuck about your health so you should keep give a fuck about yours i want to get to a point where i don't have to wear it outside because i'm like i'm outside but if I'm walking into a Rite Aid, bitch is wearing a mask. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if I, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm walking into a Rite Aid too. Yeah, like if I'm walking into, uh, uh, I, well, I mean, even a bar at some point. I mean, but who? We don't know what that's gonna look like either. So, you know. Anyway, um, well, we have about six minutes left. What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, I want to talk about something that's exactly five minutes and fifty-eight seconds. <laughs> Uh, too late. We can't talk about that thing anymore. So I guess I want to talk about, I don't know. You were excited that Bernie Madoff is dead. Me too. I mean, look, look, Bernie Madoff is proof that the only way a white person is going to be truly punished is if they take other white people's money. So uh, Bernie Madoff got sentenced to like, I think a hundred years or some shit when he, uh, was first uh, uh sentenced 150 years yeah like something outrageous because he made a lot of like rich people rich white people poor so that is literally what is um what is wrong with fucking america because we'll tie this in with uh dante uh in uh in minnesota who was shot by that 26 year on the job police officer who claims that she uh she uh, 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 switched her taser to her gun and, and killed somebody. And um, it's like that cop, that cop white lady probably won't serve the time that she should serve. But Bernie made a bunch of white people poor. So he literally spent the rest of his days in jail. I mean, he died naturally. So, you know, I say, I say RIP. You fucked over a lot of white folks and good for you, you know? But I mean, because, to a certain extent, he's a hero. He he made a lot of rich white people poor. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Think and, about it that way. I mean, here's the thing is, is maybe those rich people started looking at poor people differently. Yeah. Um, but and but you two, know, and one of his sons killed himself, and the other one died early of cancer. So maybe by him doing what he did, he saved the world from two of, more of his offspring. You know what I mean? Look, I don't know if they were good people. I just hear that they were bad because they were uh, their last name was Madoff. But him, um, but him, but him dying in jail and like uh, getting that like crazy sentence, and then you like you see um uh the Derek Chauvin trial happening and you know even though I feel like it was a a, a strong defense um you never know yeah we never know and but but what we did know was that at the time the Ponzi scheme was discovered that Birdie was gonna go to jail and that's what we did know at that time but now we see white cops killing uh black faces and uh, now they're, you know, getting put into the system. Like they're, now they're going through trials and stuff, but we've seen it before. Well, yeah, we've you seen literally it have to. You literally have and to. so it's like, this is the, this is the disparity with, when it comes to the legal system. Like this is like literally it. As you're right. You literally have to like fuck over like a ton of uh, rich white people in order to get your comeuppance if you're a white person. Um, and that's what happened pretty made up. Whereas uh, uh, Dante Wright had uh, uh, ex expired tags on his license plate and a uh, outstanding warrant for something. Um, and he got executed on the spot. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, that is very clear. And I think, you know, this Kim Potter woman- With who a lame the excuse. Like, the, like the, the, the fact that you, if you're on the job for 26 years and that you can mistake your taser for your gun, that's not, that's not a good excuse. The, you can't the, buy that. She was training someone that day. The aunt, the, the, uh, Dante's aunt uh, was um, powerful. And, 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 and she said every, you know, every, uh, <coughs> every gun has a, a, a safety that you have to unlock, that you have to unlock. And so you know that it's not your taser. And again, in the heat of in in the heat of the this is this is this is. Oh, I mean, again, it's been like rehashing all that stuff. But like, like you know what? Let tops only have tasers. They're going to taser a bunch of people unfairly for sure. But a lot less people are going to die from gunshots as a result of that. And like the all of these cops are panic like real people. Real people in pressure situations panic and do fucking stupid fucking things. And I, and do I think this woman cold bloodedly murdered Dante because she is a worse racist than than anyone else? No, I think she's a fucking you know a product of a system that creates um, uh, uh, racist cops because the system um, labels black people as criminals. And so she, this cop is responding to her training, which is basically that black people are criminals and so are scary. And as a result, she, even if she panicked and didn't know the thing in the moment, it's still fucking manslaughter and she needs to go to jail at best. Okay. Um, but in light of it being literally 10 miles away from the fucking uh, Derek Chauvin trial um, just shows that progress is not being made from stopping these killings, but hopefully hopefully, and we'll see, progress will be made for accountability. I mean, but we'll see. It's still a jury of their fucking peers, so. And also, I'm super tired of the press asking grieving relatives to double down on wanting peace. You know what I mean? Like, this this kind of thing where you're like, where, but you want them peaceful, right? I know you're sad. I know you're really mad. I know this is just another fucking name on a list, but you want it to be peaceful, right? And it's like, Stop, because I saw this really fucking interesting encounter between a CNN uh, reporter and a local in Minnesota, and he was just like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Because he's like, he's like, the press is not helping situations like this. And then um, 
she was like, he was like, and if you really want to know what's going, then get your ass into that, those riots basically and fucking see how it is. You know what I mean? So anyway. I, well, I, I, before we move on completely on it, um, I think it was like this woman is, we'll, we'll see as more, oh, this is what I wanted to say was that fucking um, Fox News uh, is already talking about the warrant Dante Wright's warrant, and I'm not even going to bring it up and say what it is because it doesn't matter. But if if their reporting is true, it involves a gun and like a crime, you know, which does not matter. No, like, and and this is like this. This is nothing makes me angrier than this shit because this is what I get into. Fucking like cops aren't social. supposed to be guilty people either. But, so. it, but it, it's like if 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 Dante Wright is is guilty, it deserves what he got, uh, and or it's okay that hap- what happened to him because of some outstanding warrant. It's okay then Kim Potter deserves equal fucking justice for fucking killing someone. And these snowflake ass cops need to really like gauge on how truly they feel their lives are in danger in some of these situations. Because like there's so many people, so many uh, black and brown faces who are murdered because they've had cell phones or combs or or shit like that. So um, spare me this blue lives bullshit. Fuck you, okay? Um, but we have uh, come to the end of the show. So, Casey, why don't you tell people what's up? You can see me you. live, maskless, and raw at a stand-up comedy club near you. I don't know when or where or anything like that. And I'll probably be wearing a mask and a condom because I don't have HIV anymore. Um, and uh, you know, I don't I want it again. I'm gonna keep it that way. I wonder if you can get it again. Um, the you can find me on uh, Instagram, Casey W L E Y. No, Casey Lie L E Y. Wow, wow. Learn wow, it, bitch. Wow, Jesus. wow. Um, and you can find me on Venmo, Casey hyphen L E Y. Twitter, Casey L E Y. Um, and uh, more stuff coming soon or something, whatever. Yeah, no, but don't give him any money until he does better at stuff because that was rough. And oh, I do really good those, at stuff. You just we've don't been, do, we've been doing this show for a long time. It's like get it together. Yeah, but I don't do social media in the same way that I used to, so I forget. Oh, my God. Um, Guys, if you like the Gay Power Half Hour, then go and find our iTunes page and subscribe to the show. Rate it. Leave a comment about it. We always appreciate your feedback. Um, I do the Tony Soto Show anywhere podcasts or streams. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, what else? Any? Do I have anything going on? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah. So, oh, you're, uh, I know we're going to have another week, but you're going to be uh, hosting Queer Slam for me this month, which oh, is, I forgot about that, which is very, put it in your book. All right. Um, but uh, so that's very exciting too. So, because uh, I'm not going to be available. So, thank you for, you know, getting my back. I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything. Until next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>